Listen, I'm not in my darkness retreat yet. What? Oh, and yesterday. What? Nope. This thing has been planned for about four months, and it was always the same date, always the end of this week. Oh. So anybody with knowledge to the opposite of that, it's fake news. Whoa. So Whoa. let me just reiterate one more time. There's an inner circle, right? And in my inner circle, nobody talks to Ian Rappaport, oh. to Adam Schefter, what? or to any of those people. Okay? So if you're one of those people who's talking to those people, it's a great reminder for you, you're not in the inner circle. Oh! Damn. And if anybody else is out there saying stuff, or if they're just making it up, which is also, those are both likely, just stop with the fake news. You're on the elevator up to the press box with Graney and Bischoff. Don't you love off seasons of Aaron Rodgers? What did he, he started Wednesday, so he's on day three. He's in, right? He's got, unless he unless he backed out early, or unless he lied about doing it at all. No, I don't think he did that. <laughs> well, he I said end of the there. week. Is he already in it? Well, no. According to that, he went in on Wednesday. Oh, I thought it said end of the week. No, he said when he was on with Pat McAfee, he said he was starting Wednesday. So, so he should be in it. So he's on day three. Should be, yeah. Out tomorrow. Does he know what day it is? Well, yeah, probably. I don't think he does. Otherwise, it's not complete darkness. I don't know. Like, is it? Is he in like, uh, um, like solitary confinement yeah, type I mean, of room? It was it's it's you a can ha- you can leave if you want. He right. said it's basically a house, but right? is it's he completely like, dark? There's he... somewhere a two way mirror where somebody observes him to make sure he doesn't die and gives him food. So like, the only it, way he knows what time it is, or maybe not even time, what day it is, is by how many meals he's gotten. Based on what he's said. Now, maybe he's embellishing and it's not completely dark and there's a clock or something like that. I was going to say, it's like a little ticker on Yeah, top. so maybe he's embellishing it and there's a little bit more details to this that he didn't tell us. He wants it to make it seem like it's just completely dark. But if it's completely dark and all there is is food that's handed through a slot, that's the well, only way he would know. Figure it out by three meals a day. You could if he's still sane. No. Yeah. <laughs> I want to try it. He might not be sane. You want to try it? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Sounds interesting. What about that sounds interesting? I don't know. How long do you just... think you could go? And and we'll we'll assume it is complete darkness, that there's no clock or if it's complete just a little slot darkness. in their hand and you food through there. If I have the ability to walk out, I think I would be mentally I would be more okay than if I knew if you the door you were locked was locked and I couldn't get out, then I would probably go crazy pretty fast. But being able to walk out, I would be a little more comfortable. I could probably make two days. But why would you want it? You said you wanted to do this. Why? It just sounds interesting. What about? There's nothing. But you would just be sitting there. Yeah. The whole situation just sounds some like halluc- it's different. We've never heard of people do these things. When you have to go to the bathroom, you're going to stub your toe six times. I already do that. <laughs> and it's an eight it's an eight foot walk to the bathroom and I stub my toe on everything. And I trip over my dog and my dog's bed and yeah. <laughs> so if it's an empty room, I don't do have you, to worry about do things. Do you not have some sort of like muscle memory on where things are in your house? I do, but when you first wake up and roll out of bed, you're not really thinking clearly. Give yourself a, like thirty seconds. Uh, that's too much time. As you can tell, I'm running around all the time. <laughs> yeah, you are running around all the time. You are running around putting out fires. You're kicking stuff every time you wake up. Oh, the poor yeah. dog? 
Well, waking the dog up. Oh yeah, I mean she wakes up with my alarm anyways, but her bed is literally like right like when I get out of bed, I instantly have to step over her bed. Do you need the alarm? Yes. I need See, it. I, I'm too conditioned. I don't need it. I actually wake up in time to turn it off. Danny wants to do this darkness retreat because he's just going to sleep for four days. Yeah. Like, that's what he's looking that's for. That's my alarm lineup just to wake up for the show. You mean in case you're in case you're oversleeping it? Yeah. 5, 5.15, Wait. You're giving yourself two extra minutes? Oh, yeah. 5.45. Oh, you got a scroll? Six, 6.15, 6.45, I hope you're up before then, Danny. The show starts <laughs> at 7, and then there's one on there for 7. If that goes off, we're all in trouble because we're not on the air. Yeah, and it starts at 4.45. When do you actually when get up? When do you actually get up? Uh, today, I got out of bed at 5.30, which is very late. I'm usually out the door by 5.30. <sighs> so you don't really I set my alarm every alarms. night. I never have it go off. I wake up before I turn it off. I wish I could do that. I just can't. You don't burn through those alarms then. You just have them set just in case. That's just a responsible adult precautionary measure. Well, I've had to use it multiple days this week. Really? Oh, yeah. Like uh, the other day I woke up. I had to be here by 7. I think I woke up at 6. How far are you? Over by Sunset Station. All right. Yeah, poor Danny. He stubbed his toe six times too. Yep. Jeez. Tripped over my dog. Poor dog. Give yourself a minute, and you'll be fine. Uh, we're not a hundred percent sure. She's got she's got some pit. I think she's got some uh, some lab, and then the rest is mixed. The rest is your foot, probably tattooed against her somewhere because you kick her every morning. I don't do that. Like I said, I trip over her bed because she's got a big fluffy bed and she likes to pull it close to our bed. Right. So so it's constantly, and she'll only sleep on my side of the room. Is your dog allowed on the bed? Occasionally, yeah. But she's getting old, so it's... um, You don't want her jumping off. Right. When She's hurt herself a few times jumping off. Yes. Yeah. The short legs of the bulldog were like, we just can't do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a bulldog before her, and it was not good. We had to lift her on and off the bed. Yeah. Two days ago, my bulldog um, went to jump on the couch, and he came up short. Oh. Flip back? I watched the whole thing as he slowly, Did you laugh? As he slowly slid off the couch. So he didn't flip back on his back? Did not fl- no, did not flip okay. backwards. Just sort of a slow. He only got like half of his body up on the couch and then just sort of slowly slid Slowly slipped back. down? Uh, yes, it was very funny, Danny. Um. My girlfriend wants to get when we get our next bulldog because she's obsessed with bulldogs, so we have to get another one. Uh, she wants to get one of those like attachments to the bed where it's like the little ramp or stairs yeah. so that the yeah. dog can come up and then have its own like sleeping area at the yeah. foot of our bed. Yeah, snoring. It's a must yeah. have. It's a must have. We have like a cushion at the end of our bed that our dogs can get on and then jump onto the bed. Like oh, okay. cut, cuts the distance in half for them yeah. to jump. Because our bulldog's 10, our shih tzu's 14. <sighs> yeah, so our dog neither one is... of them's jumping a lot. No. Our dog just turned 11. Yeah. And you're kicking it every morning. I'm not kicking the dog. Was <laughs> <laughs> it Tom Green skit? All right. Here's a, here's a question for you. Uh, Tiki Barber was on WFAN in New York talking about Aaron Rodgers. If he is that sensitive that he gets upset that people, reporters, opinion makers, influences, whoever want to talk about him, 
he is going to struggle in New York. If Rodgers became a Jet, does he struggle with the media market of New York? I don't. I think he's too bizarre and weird to struggle with anyone. I think he's way out there. I don't think he would. I, I think this is maybe one guy who wouldn't. I mean, he might get upset at things. Right. But then he just flips back into Aaron Rodgers. I think he would like it. I think I just, he would love, like, oh, the back page. The scrutiny. Yeah, I think he would love it. He he loves to call people out. That's that's what the audio Danny played coming back was, yeah. was him yelling at Ian Rappaport for being wrong. He loves calling people out. I think he would genuinely enjoy being in a tough media market where he gets scrutinized or criticized for whatever. Because here's the key with Aaron Rodgers. He has, um, even for an athlete standard, incredible self-confidence. Yes. He believes in himself and more than anything else. And so if you criticize him, he's not going to question himself. He's not, it's not suddenly going to be, oh, maybe is I'm he not. right? Maybe I'm that way. Right. That's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that guy's a moron. And eventually I'm going to yell at him in a press conference and I'm going to be right. Like he would love it. I think he would love being in the New York media market. If that meant there was more eyeballs or scrutiny or whatever, I think he would eat it up. He would, he might pay. He might like that more than the actual football part, which I don't know. Does he even like the football part? Who knows? But I think he would love being there. And here's the other part. Cause Tiki Barber was talking about what Danny played, Aaron Rodgers being upset at Ian Rappaport for misreporting when he went into his darkness retreat. He really wasn't that upset about it. Like he just said, Hey, you're wrong. I haven't inter- he just said the timeline wrong. I, I have an inner circle and you don't talk right. to anybody. And you're in my not inner in circle. it. Like as oh, damn Tiki Barber did what Danny does. I'm defending people. I shouldn't be defending. Like <laughs> I don't really want to defend Aaron Rodgers, but he's like, Hey, I've got an inner circle. You didn't don't talk, talk to any of them. So you don't know what you're talking about. Right. He didn't even, he didn't even say anything like offensive about Ian Rappaport. He just said, you didn't, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Like Who, that's not being sensitive. Who's the player that you least like? I'm not telling you that information. Why are you worried? <laughs> I'm going to make you defend yeah, that person. That's the only reason you're asking. You're going to come up with some scheme to make me defend people. I don't like it's ridiculous. We're going to figure this out, Ed. That he doesn't like. Yeah. Football-wise? Any. I'm trying to think. I probably can't figure it out. Yeah, I don't think I could either. I mean, I two I months ago it was Phil Kessel. Uh, I never disliked Phil Kessel. I just, just thought, thought he should have been healthy scratch. Healthy scratch. Yeah. And now look. Oh, he's great. He's a superstar. <laughs> he's yeah. playing more he's minutes. Playing, he's playing great. Who's this Jack Eichel guy? Get him yeah. off the ice and get Phil Kessel out there. He's way better. Um, I actually don't have an answer that comes to mind right away, so... Like I used to when I was younger, like I didn't like Kevin Durant or Kevin Garnett. I didn't like Kobe Bryant. I didn't like Tim Tebow, but I don't care. They, they, none of those guys have played in the, well, I guess Tim Tebow almost played like last year, but I I don't have any strong opinions towards those people. All right, we'll wait till baseball season starts. Yeah, I'll probably have some of them. Probably be Dodgers. The Mariners manager, Scott Service, do not like him. All right. He just runs around trying to start fights and then plays the victim. It's it's very annoying. I do not like Scott Service. One of the best moments of the year was his face after Jordan Alvarez had a walk-off home run because he brought in Robbie Ray to pitch in the ninth <laughs> inning. What an idiot. God, what a great moment. That was phenomenal. All right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs. 
Before I get started in Bischoff's Briefs, uh, we have tickets to give away to the Mountain West Tournament coming up a little bit later in the hour. Also, did you know that Japan, their professional baseball leagues, use a slightly smaller baseball than we do in the United States? I did not know that. How are their bases? (laughs) How big are those bases? I do not know that either. Um, But yeah, uh, Kota Singa, who is... The Japanese pitcher, the Mets sign that uh, was really good. He is, according to this tweet from John Heyman, Senga had a rough throwing session yesterday, but the Mets are confident he'll adjust to the bigger baseball and the steeper mounts. How much smaller can they be? Apparently, it's like a a centimeter or something like that. Like, it's not a massive difference, but I guess that can be enough to make your stuff move or not move as much as you're used to. Or the grip on it makes you not get the right amount of torque or something. Your uh, spin rate might not be the same. So, yeah, different size baseballs in Japan. I feel like that one would have been standard across the world, but apparently not. Now, are basketball sizes standard? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope they're the same in China. The FIBA basketball is the Japan. same size as the NBA basketball, right? Yes. The, yes. I know there's other rule changes. Three-point line's not the same, but the right. basketball is the same yes. size. All right. Okay. Just different colors. Bischoff's briefs today. Uh, everyone hates blackouts in pro sports, right? If you buy NBA league pass or NHL center ice or MLB.tv, right? You buy the package and presumably you can watch all of the games in that league with that package, but you get blacked out for whatever team is considered your home market, uh, for in Vegas, right? For the NHL, it's the golden Knights. So if you buy the, actually it's on ESPN plus now, but you can't watch the Golden Knights on ESPN Plus in Vegas, but you can watch every other team in the NHL. In Vegas, baseball is always fun because we have six teams that claim Vegas as part of their home market. Arizona, San Diego, Anaheim, LA, San Francisco, and Oakland. So that means if you buy MLB.tv, you can't watch any of those six teams on MLB.tv in Vegas. Now, Uh, The majority, maybe all of them, but at least the majority of blackouts are because of regional sports networks Mm -hmm. and regional sports networks. They pay the teams to broadcast their games, right? So in major league baseball, I think the Marlins have the lowest, they get like 50 million a year and the Dodgers are the highest. They're over $200 million a year. They get from the RSN to broadcast their games. And the way that works is. If you're in a team's home market, so here in Vegas, if you want to watch the Golden Knights, you have to pay for cable or direct TV because that's where the RSN is. That's where the RSN makes that's money is by being on direct TV or Cox. Same goes for the six baseball teams that we're in the market of. If you want to watch the Dodgers, you need to have direct TV. Right. I don't think they're on Cox here, actually. Right. Um, but in Vegas, if you have direct TV and you pay for the sports pack, you can watch all six Major League Baseball teams that are in our market on DirecTV. You can watch the Golden Knights. I think we have four NBA teams that are in our market as well. And so that's that's why blackouts exist, because the RSNs make their money off people buying DirecTV or Cox Cable, right? right? And if they're going to pay the Dodgers $200 million, they they don't want Major League Baseball to then turn around and offer Dodger games on MLB.tv because if my options are like my direct TV bill is 200 bucks a month 
if my option is pay 200 bucks a month or pay $150 one time for MLB.tv, what do you think I'm doing? I'm right. buying MLB.tv one time. So that's why RSNs exist, and that's why blackouts exist. But maybe we're seeing the end of RSNs because Bally Sports, which is the RSN for 14 Major League Baseball teams, they've also got some NHL and NBA teams as well. They're on the verge of bankruptcy. And Rob Manfred said earlier this week, we've been really clear that if Diamond, which is the company that owns Bally Sports, we've been really clear that if Diamond doesn't pay every single one of the broadcast agreements, that creates a termination right. And our clubs will proceed to terminate those contracts. In the event that Major League Baseball stepped in, what we would do is we would produce the games and we would make use of our asset, MLB Network, to do that. We would go directly to distributors, meaning Comcast, Charter, the big distributors, and make an agreement to have those games distributed on cable networks. He also mentioned offering in-market streaming options for those teams, which means you could pay Major League Baseball, and instead of buying it on cable, you could pay Major League Baseball and stream it itself. So basically, there is a chance here that one of the biggest RSNs in American sports files for bankruptcy and is not able to pay its teams. And Rob Manfred is saying, if that happens, we are going to terminate those contracts. And then we, as a league are going to be responsible for broadcasting those 14 teams games. That stinks. I watch a lot of ballys. <laughs> well, in this scenario, if, if what Rob Manfred says happens, you would still be able to watch all of these teams' games. It would just be produced by Major League Baseball and not by Bally Sports. So it could be the end of Bally Sports, a significant RSN. There was also a story, AT&T Sportsnet, which has the Golden Knights here. Golden Knights. They have uh, four baseball teams, Astros, Rockies, Pirates, and Mariners. Mm -hmm. There was a story in Sportico that AT&T Sportsnet failed to make full payments to the Rockies, Astros, and Pirates. They apparently made a full payment to the Mariners. But they three of their four teams, they did not make a full... They still paid them, but not the full amount of their of contract. Of what was owed. That appears to be a less dire situation than Bally Sports is in, but still potentially an issue. And ultimately, this could be the start of the end for RSNs. This could be what is... If, if you can't... Here's the thing. If you're if you're creating television right now and you can't make money off of live sports, which is like the only thing that gets that in politics or like the only thing that gets ratings, who's making money off of live right. sports, right? Which could mean the end of RSNs and at some point in the future could mean the end of blackouts. Because as an example, Major League Soccer this year, they sold their rights to Apple TV. Mm -hmm. So... Almost all MLS games are on Apple TV and there's no local blackouts because there's no RSNs. They don't have, they're not on Bally sports or Fox sports, whatever, or NBC sports, whatever. They don't have an RSN. So they don't have to worry about a cable provider saying, Hey, uh, we paid you a bunch of money. Why can this guy go watch it online instead of on my channel? So it's, if you, you can be in a home market, doesn't matter. You can watch every MLS game on Apple on TV. Apple. You got to pay. There's an extra subscription package for MLS TV. 
There is still one problem with app with MLS though. They still have games on national TV. They still have games on ESPN and FS1. And those are not going to, those are going to be blacked out. You cannot watch those on Apple because it's the same pro, uh, concept. ESPN paid major league soccer, a bunch of money to broadcast their games. Right. So you have to, they want you to watch ESPN. So national TV still potentially an issue and probably will be for a long time, but RSNs going away would help end the majority of blackouts. But there is one, I think there's one main problem at the end of all of this. If all RSNs went away today and the leagues and the teams had to be in charge of producing their own games. The one good thing about the RSNs is that they pay for all of the production costs, right? They're paying the the, the salaries of the employees. The they're paying Right. They're paying for the equipment. They're paying for all the connections needed, all of that. If those went away, and let's say Major League Baseball is now producing the local broadcast for all of their teams, they now have to pay for all of that cost to produce the games, which means they're probably going to charge a lot more money for MLB.TV, which is right now $150. This year, it's 150 bucks per year for MLB.TV for a year. If all of a sudden they've got to pay more money to produce these games, and by the way, throw on top of that, if RSNs went away today, the Dodgers just lost $200 million and the Marlins lost 50 million and every team is in between there. It's probably going to cost a lot more to buy MLB.TV than $150 because you're now trying to make up that revenue and you're trying to offset the cost of producing of all these games. what it means to produce the game. Right. So I think we are in a bad time period for sports fans in terms of the blackouts and why it's hard to watch games. I do think maybe 10 years from now, there will be a much better solution that's much easier to watch your favorite teams. Because right now, take baseball, for example. As an Astros fan, if I want to watch every single Astros game, I need to have cable or direct TV so I can watch them when they play the Angels or the Dodgers or the Diamondbacks right. or the A's, whoever. Right. I have to have MLB.tv to watch them when they don't play one of those six local market teams. But they also sold Peacock games. I have to have Peacock to watch this. They also have Apple TV games. I have to have Apple TV, which last year the Apple TV games were free. You just had to give them your email address. But I have to have four different things to watch every baseball game. Now, can I miss a Peacock game? I think they play like twice on Peacock. Sure. But if I want to watch every single one, I've got to have four different packages, which is absurd to have to do that much to watch your favorite team play every game. game. It's brutal. And How I many think games it, do you think you average a year? Uh, last year, I probably watched like 150. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wasn't great. Look at Danny. I went to my I went to my That's cousin went to my cousin's wedding in Mexico and watched uh, the Astros on the t- on the uh, on my on phone. The, uh, phone yeah watched during the, the ceremony well no not not during the ceremony during the reception I watched some game and then the next day the Astros no hit the Yankees and I watched that on my phone in a pool but that was that was playoffs so it's kind of understandable no it was in June. Oh, was it? They no hit. They had two no hitters. Well, they didn't know hit the Yankees in the playoffs. They know hit the. Phillies oh, I thought playoffs. it was the playoffs. Yeah, you get a lot of no hitters. I know it's it starts to. You're on vacation in Mexico in the regular season, and you're streaming baseball games. Yeah, they're playing the Yankees. You on? You on? Come on, Danny, Come on. 
playing the Yankees. They no hit the Yankees. Come on. Excuse me. It was phenomenal. It was great. It was way better than anything else I was doing. We were just sitting in a pool. With all the wedding party and all the people yeah, still so hanging out, pool. still sitting around. I was like, hey, I'm going to go over here for a minute and an hour and watch the rest of this. It's important. Uh, by the way, just got an update. UNLV has been to 10 NITs. Yeah, I knew that because I, I remember um, when I was here early on uh, at the paper, I thought maybe who's updating you can confirm it. I thought they played Kentucky. I'll have to double check that. They need to update the Wikipedia page because... <laughs> It is not on the Wikipedia page, which is what I was looking up really quickly. All right, coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. If you ever see someone fall over on the sideline of a football game, it's probably her. If there's food, she will show up. Maybe she has to stand on a box to report the news. Emmy winner Cassie Soto joins Grainy and Bischoff on the press box. Don't Good morning, Cassie. Oh, that was a close one. Good morning. What was close? I hit the wrong button the first time Danny called me. <laughs> oh, that's he was like, why the why did just go to a dial tone? He Poor Danny's yes. got a lot going on today. He's running out, putting out fires. He's running in and out of studios. Feel bad for There's Danny. There's a fire, fire in the studio. It's, oh no, it's Danny. Not, not a literal fire, but, but okay. I, apparently everything outside of the studio Ed and I are in <laughs> is not working today. <laughs> Don't turn to any other channel. Yeah. So okay. All right. Got it. I'm not leaving the studio until it's time to leave because I'm afraid of what's out there. Uh, <laughs> Good call. Plus, Greg's roaming the hall, so that's always trouble. Yeah, stay away uh, from Greg. Does he have his, his damn megahorn that he yells into on a regular basis? Uh, I know they keep it in the yeah. in the studio. Yeah, Cassie, just and for everybody Who's listening. So Greg, Greg is, Salerno. is he's on the morning show on Comp and. In a building that does live radio with like five sports stations and multiple music stations, yep. he will walk around with a megaphone yelling into it on like a monthly basis. Yelling what? Uh, who Random knows? Things. And no, was it two weeks ago? That they were like throwing darts across the hallway. Oh yes, last yes. week out in the uh, he their their studio is right next yes. to ours. And during a break, we open the door, and he is in the hallway trying to throw a dart through his studio to hit a dartboard. Oh my! Yeah. They have fun over there. Yeah, yeah. Does that... Greg does Greg own the place, or he just got really great jobs? <laughs> uh, he works on a rock station. Yeah. Okay. They do what they want. Yeah. Right. They have a lot got of it. time to do stuff. Yeah, got it, got yeah. it. Cassie, um, I've got to ask you this. Now, you keep winning these trivia nights uh, on Wednesdays. We sure do. This is your fifth title. I think it's yes. your fifth title. Fifth title. Fifth title. Who's the smartest? <laughs> who's who's the smartest and who's being kind of drugged behind in, in terms of... Uh, you got to be honest here. Who's the smartest and who's kind of being drugged behind here in terms of they're just there for the free alcohol? I hate to admit it, but it's Adam Hill. He, he carries us. <laughs> he, the amount of knowledge that man knows... Do you guys know, here, here, let me just ask you this. A deep water fish, that is its name after its color and its, like, skin texture, that can live up to 140 years old. Blue whale. No. <laughs> good, good guess. Uh, is it that weird goblin fish? No. All right. What is it? Orange roughy. Yeah, obviously. Oh, okay. Who, oh, do, who doesn't go. know there the orange roughy? Who doesn't know that? Yeah. Well, the trivia guy, so he does two different trivias, and so he asked the same question the night before, and in a whole bar, he said only one person knew it. 
So then the next night, of course, it was Adam Hill that also knew it. Okay, hold on, hold so, on, hold on. If hold Adam on. was there for both of them, that's staking, cheating. He is staking out the night before. I no, know he, he is no, staking it out. The guy who runs the trivia says you, if he catches you, you're, you lose automatic 10 points. Oh. And so, no, because we said, oh, we should just go on Tuesday and then be there on Wednesday. He's like, yeah, if you want to lose 10 points as soon as you walk through the door. I'm not 100% sure, but I also think that the trivia questions that are asked for the one that you go to on Wednesdays are also done at another brewery in town on Thursdays <laughs> because there was one week where you posted. I can't remember if we talked about it on the show or if you posted about it. And then uh, it was also the same questions that uh, I got asked at Trivia Night on a Thursday. And I was oh. able to answer them because of you. No, it, so he does, it's the same guy, the same company on Tuesdays at like a Parkway Tavern somewhere. And then Wednesdays at Tanaya Creek. So it is, he does, it's the same questions, like the same stuff to Tuesday night, one place and Wednesday night where we go. Well, you then he might just pass them along. Cause the place I go to bad beat, it's just run by the people who work there. You don't, you don't get to keep the uh, championship belt, do you? You have to bring no, it back each week? We, to, we, we have back. looked into buying our own, though. At five times, I think we need, a, we need to have our own belt, permanent belt. If wow. You, if you guys are five-time champions, are you going to think about going anywhere that's a little tougher? <laughs> so, so you know what's hilarious? We said, like, should we just start, like, going every night to a different trivia, right? Just to see, like, well, are we just good here? Like, should we test our knowledge? And I was like, wait, are we going to be like a traveling, a traveling trivia team? And I said, we could be the Harlem Globetrotters of trivia. But then Adam went up me and said, we could be the Savannah Bananas of trivia uh, and just do like ridiculous things. I feel like you need to go where the best prizes are. That's true. You just got to stake out where, which bar has the best prizes for trivia. And that's, that's where true. you go. I would say yeah, McMullins. We, what's theirs? Uh, I believe it's either a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollar bar tab. We only get thirty when we win. Yeah, no, there's oh, their prize is really good, but also their their trivia their trivia is ridiculously hard. So do you win if you get like five right? No, it's I think if I remember correctly, it's like five rounds. One round is all music, but so that's where we that's where we usually make up all like any lost points is in the music round. Unless they hit us with like some weird country songs, then we're all hey, so well, hey, 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 hey. Their their yeah. music round is very hard because it's literally two, maybe three seconds just of instrumental. Oh no, ours is we have to fill in the lyrics. We have to fill in the blank. Do the ti- the performer and then the title of the song. Oh yeah, no, not theirs. Oh, that's hard. Uh, Cassie, that hard. who do you want to perform at halftime of the Las Vegas Super Bowl? I mean, people are saying like Celine Dion and like Lifelong Vegas, but I just don't think it would work. I think I, I, Usher, Usher was one that I saw. That would be a great one. Or well, Bruno Mars already did. I think Usher would be good. It doesn't have to be somebody that's. Even ever Vegas. been to Las Vegas? Um, well, Bad Bunny was with Shakira and J Lo, but I feel like he's way bigger than now, so he could redo. We could do another Bad Bunny. Yeah. Does Does half-time the NFL? Show. I don't think the NFL, you know, does retread halftime shows. Does what? Uh, they don't. They don't like do retread halftime shows. If you did it once, sorry. If you got popular afterwards, that's on you. No, because Bruno Mars did it twice, didn't he? 
Did he? Didn't he have his own? And then he was also featured with Beyonce. But doesn't he have to be invited by the main person for that? Yeah, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. So he showed up twice. So, yeah, but if you were a guest first, you don't then get to host your own afterwards. If you did it once and then somebody invites you back to be a guest, that's okay. Yeah. But not the other way around. So, well, we can, let's do Usher then. So Las Vegas, uh, uh, born and uh, raised, I believe. Imagine Dragons are too small. Yeah, yeah. I, probably the Killers would be more well known. Didn't one of those just break up though? Panic of the Disco. Oh. Yeah. Right. Get it together, Danny. Uh, <laughs> not, not my music area. I don't know. God, Daddy. Uh, I am cheering for Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide? Okay. Yeah, I am on board. I think Pitbull would have 75 people on stage with him come out during it, and it would be great. Yeah, you're right. The, oh, you're right, because he has a feature on every yes, song he yes, has. Yes, Pitbull would yeah. have, there would be more people in that halftime show than the one in L.A. where there were 74 different musicians in L.A. That's true. That could work. Because then Usher and Neo and would probably, oh, Neo, Neo's from here. He'd have to make an appearance. See, you got to stop. Nobody cares about where they're from. What, is uh, Rih- what does Rihanna have to do with Phoenix? Nothing. It's irrelevant. See, J.R. Starkus oh, did J.R. Starkus didn't like my opinion yesterday in terms of Harry Styles. <laughs> is he big enough? Oh, he's worldwide by now. Yeah, he's gotta be worldwide. Yeah, he's winning okay, I just multiple think, Grammys. He have, like enough bangers. You know what I'm saying? Like watermelon sugar, you can only listen to it so many times. <laughs> I don't even know Let's what that is. Let's be honest. The song Watermelon Sugar? Oh, yeah. yeah, you do. You you know it, Danny. You know it. Watermelon right. sugar. Hi. Yeah, we'll let that Cassie one. sing it. That's all he just says. Right, I'll, I'll listen to it after yeah. the show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice but not fires. Yeah, that one. Uh, Cassie, before we uh, ditch you here, did you know that Ed Graney over here, when he was about four years old, had like uh, ruptured eardrums multiple times? How did that happen? That's what we don't know. Um, don't really remember, but uh, as I said yesterday, a German doctor who was living and pr- practicing in my ho- hometown of the mean streets of Laguna Beach saved my hearing, or I would be deaf. Uh, oh, no. Yes, yes, saved the hearing. Yes. Dr. You don't Schwartz, think about that when you get asked to cry on command? That would make me water up. <laughs> that's right. Uh, oh, the, should, the that's act- where you should go to. The acting days. I should have gone back to the earaches. Yeah, back to the earaches. But oh, you don't really remember them. That's the problem, No, right? yeah. I mean, I just... No, I don't remember a lot of it. Uh, yeah. I remember her. Uh, well, she saved my hearing. I should remember. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Sure. So I'll just start yelling at you every time I hear you now to make sure you hear me. Yeah, if he doesn't like turn around when you're calling his name, it's he, <laughs> yeah. that eardrum might have ruptured again or something. <laughs> are, you, might not are you susceptible to like earaches or ear infections no. or anything? No, she was. I guess she was brilliant. <laughs> oh, man, I need to go see his doctor. <laughs> the greatest ear doctor in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb, Danny, and say she's no longer with us. <laughs> all right. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Never mind. I need to find oh, no. a different ear doctor. <laughs> all right. She's Cassie Soto uh, from the Review Journal. Thanks as always, thanks, Cassie. Thanks, Cassie. Bye, guys. See you. All right. We got tickets to give away to go to the Mountain West Tournament. You'll win right now a pair of tickets to a session at the Mountain West Tournament. That's yours, but you're also going to be qualified to win a VIP package. That will include parking. That'll include food. That'll include drink. 
and tickets to all sessions of the Mountain West Tournament. So you win a pair of tickets to a session, and you're qualified to win the VIP package. Caller 8 right now at 702-364-1100. Caller 8 is going out to the Mountain West Tournament. Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios, this is the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff. Danny, please tell people uh, what you bet on. I bet on Max Homa to win. Is that all? I also bet on Roy McIlroy to win. And? And I bet that the winning score would be (laughs) over 268 and a half. And and I bet on somebody to not be able to finish his tournament. You bet specifically yes. on Tiger Woods to withdraw. Yes. From the PGA turn the uh, tournament this weekend. Correct. Spe- not miss the cut, just right. just withdraw. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I mean the way I think about it now is I mean, he's obviously not competing full time. I'm sure he's not necessarily dealing with injuries, but he could still have a little bit of pain there. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I saw him limping a little bit yesterday, but I figured all that walking, I mean, that's miles upon miles of walking. I figured, you know, come day three, maybe day four, he might not have it, and he knows he's not going to win, so he could just be like, you know what? I'm out of here. So he's going to make the cut. Yep, Maybe. We'll see how the rest of his round finishes. I mean, you he actually, could completely drop off. He's only three strokes ahead of the cut line. Okay. You actually kind of need him to make the cut. Yes. Because if he just missed the cut, then right. he can't withdraw. So you kind of either you need him yeah, to quit. Yeah, you need him to get to the weekend and not yeah. be able to walk. You either need him to quit today or make the cut. Okay. Exactly. Uh, what odds did you get on Tiger Woods withdrawing? Uh, I think it was 9-1. to one. Okay. Mm. And that's the that's the whole reason why I did it is because it was, <laughs> it was a good number. I think you're talking me more into liking this bet than <laughs> right? I started off with. Um, was Oh, you were not here. Was it yesterday? The ESPN story on Tiger, who uh, Wednesday, so the day before the tournament started on Wednesday, he played 16 holes and then did not finish the last two. Right. And what we were talking about was the the writer for ESPN who wrote the story about it had like a paragraph breakdown of like Tiger's gait was normal on the first nine holes, but he started to slow down and wouldn't put much weight on his foot on the back nine. Do you know how many times <laughs> in yesterday's round they showed him messing with his ankle brace? I'm not even kidding. He had to take his shoes off like two or three times to fix his brace. <laughs> so, hey. That's, You're uh, still up to nine to one odds, Dan. You still got a, a shot if he makes the cut a, and gets to the weekend. Oh yeah. Okay. So I I know people bet on sports to actually make money and like livelihood for some people even. Yeah. But and and maybe you're not in this exactly, but like I don't bet on a lot of sports. But when I do, it's generally so like, oh, I can cheer for something, right? right. Like during the Super Bowl, I go bet two hundred dollars worth of props so I can yell at Jarek McKinnon for sliding at the one. Right. Right. Of course. Makes it more fun. How exactly are you cheering for this bet? 
Like, are you? I mean, I'm every not necessarily time... cheering it. I just kind of put it in, and okay. just whatever happens, happens. But like, if they show Tiger Woods and he is messing with his ankle brace, or he is limping, or is just walking slow, are then you? I'm, I'm, are you giving a little silent fist bump? My my eyebrows kind of go up a little bit. And be like, <laughs> hey, maybe he's not super Superman anymore. So you're secretly kind of. Rooting for him to be hurt. I mean, I'm not hoping for an injury, but you know, like well, especially if draws, with backs, there's something wrong with them. Especially with backs, like I have really bad back problems. They flare up any minute. Like my back right now is about to go out. Any minute they flare up. Morning. So on any swing he has, could potentially boom, pinch a nerve, anything. <laughs> pinch a nerve. What? Uh, what were your odds for Homa and, and McElroy? I got Homa at twenty five to one and I got McElroy at I think seven to one. So Tiger withdrawing was close, not exactly, but close to like the favorites winning the tournament. Oh just about <laughs> very, very I think, similar. I odds. think the favorite was six to one. <laughs> Ram? <laughs> yeah. So Tiger had almost as good of a chance to withdraw as Rom McElroy and whoever else <laughs> did to win. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and right now Homa is one back, and McElroy's three back of the lead. Yeah, yeah. Does it matter if you're in first after day one? No. Okay, I was gonna say I don't no. feel like it normally is a big deal. It only matters if you're in first after day four. Yeah, yeah. But like, is there any sort of evidence to like whoever shot no. well on day one is goes Not on to win? Necessarily, because I mean, okay. weather changes, everything changes, hole placement changes. There's a lot of variables. That was, and I actually did put on some of this tournament yesterday you put so, money on no 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 i just put it on oh, my you just TV. put it on to see yeah i just was you on. had to watch you had to see tiger i actually wasn't paying attention close enough mm-hmm. to see him messing with his ankle brace espn plus actually had a stream specifically every for shot tiger. yeah that was the every one i shot. put on because i pulled up espn plus and that was the first thing oh, I put okay. on. Every I'm, shot of I'm watching the mainstream right now um but one of my favorite things was the announcers talking and it's it's got to be so stupid in golf where they're like I don't know if anybody playing later in the day is going to be able to put up the same scores because the weather's going to get worse. <laughs> I'm like, what a dumb sport. You just don't have a chance to win because you tee off three hours after somebody else. Come on. It's ridiculous. Golf. It's great. Let's go. Tiger Woods withdrawing.